This episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Now available on iOS, Windows Mobile, Kindle Fire, and Android. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Nerd Parents. This is episode 31, and this is a podcast where we come together every week in a positive space with a group of friends and parents to discuss parenting in a nerdy world. Uh, just a friendly reminder, every kid's different. That's kind of our mantra. Um, so please do your research and find out what's right for your family. Uh, I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo, and I have a little two-year-old boy named Mateo. And ev- like I said, every week we bring in, we have regulars, and then we have returning guests. And in fact, both of our guests today are returning guests. In fact, one of them is my husband, Mark Spagnolo. Hello, wife. Hello, husband. <laughs> You know, I was under the impression that this was a negative space. I think I'm on the wrong show. <laughs> no. <laughs> we try to be positive and supportive. I just want to be on a show where we can just complain about our kids the that's whole time. The, that's the grumpy cast. Oh, okay. the internet. There you go. <laughs> and the other voice you heard was the wonderful Matthew from Major Hello. Spoilers. Coming to you live from the elegant pump room, high over the city of Chicago, asking that musical question, how can I miss you if you just won't go away? No? Oh, all right. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> elegant. I am Matthew from Major Spoilers, and yes, I really do talk like this in real life. Uh, I'm awesome. so sorry. No, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. And you it, have- must, it must confuse the children. <laughs> Actually, no, children love it. People who really enjoy it, children love it, and women in their 60s love it, which is great, you know, for my workplace. It's usually uh, males between 18 and 35 who don't, you know, have the thing. And also, there's a certain range in the mid-40s where people hate me because they think I'm talking down to them. So, that's fun. You're just having fun. I'm sure. Well, it... I talk to like 1,500 people a week for like seven or eight seconds at a time. So, I, I've put together these little things of how not to anger various people. It's a, it works. It's a customer yeah. service theory. I'll, I'll go into it sometime. So hmm. you, you have a little girl, and we'll call her I Widget. Do. We do. She is 10. She just started the fifth grade. Oh, wow. Oh, fifth grade. That's a big – I remember that being a big mm-hmm. kind of it is. transitional she, grade. She is officially referring to herself as a tween. Oh, no. Oh, boy. She tells people, I am a tween very proudly and and mm. she and I have and I think I mentioned this last time we've long had a joke of when she's 12 I'm gonna put her in a box <laughs> until she's 18 at which point we decide whether to let her out or cover up the air holes <laughs> well it's good that you're talking to Mark because Mark can help you, you exactly know. we'll do a whole episode on building a box for something a nice teak maybe. a nice teak yes I can uh, construct something very sturdy Yes. That we doesn't have, come apart. We want to have a hinged lid, but also one that locks from the outside. Yes, yeah, I think we can do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we had so many um, people email and uh, write in and say they absolutely loved having you on the show, Matthew. So we just had to get you back on. Thank you. Yeah. I, I definitely appreciate that. I really, really enjoy the show. I enjoyed you know, being on it. And it's one of those moments where I'm, I'm kind of stepping into a different role. I'm used to going, well, yeah, you know, Captain Marvel number one from 1968 is worth about $12. So <laughs> it's, it's really interesting to be a grown-up and st- uh, still be the, the, the geek side. It's weird for me to synthesize those two elements together. 40% geek, 30% parent. 12% butterscotch ripple. 
It seems like it's getting easier to do that these days, though. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe 15, 20 years ago, uh, trying to pull that off, being a, a, a nerd in an adult world and raising mm-hmm. kids, I imagine might have been a little bit harder. But um, I know for Nicole and I, we find it a little easier to find like-minded people these days mm-hmm. who are also parents and we all just kind of grew up and had kids. Um, seems a lot easier these days. We're all still yeah. a bunch of big kids. But do you, yeah. fi- do you find that disciplining... Is a little harder. We're getting in, uh, we're getting into the disciplining area now that Mateo's almost three, so he's it, being very sneaky, oh. and you're like, like don't touch that, and he just looks at you and smiles and touches it. Oh. <laughs> well, there's a point where we're afraid to discipline too hard too early because you don't know if he's really connecting the punishment with the crime, and now you see this look on his face. He just gets this devious look that's like. How far can I push this before I really, really get them mad? Uh, and you know you have to follow through with a punishment because he's totally going to connect the punishment to the crime this yeah. time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it, what I actually – I got really lucky in that Widget made connections early. She, mm-hmm. you know, she understood that certain things were the reason why she was getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And we are really lucky in that my wife and I have very different – parenting styles back and forth, but we can both be authoritarian. Mm-hmm. And the, the biggest problem I think that we had was, you know, one of us would say no. And she would try the classic daddy, mommy was mean to me. <laughs> and you, you know, you have to make sure, especially now. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. She will, she will do that when mother is upset with her or something, she'll come out to me and she'll be pouty and crying. Cause she knows that that triggers the daddy warning. And she'll be like, mommy yelled at me. And I'm like, well, what happened? Because once I actually said, what did you do, <laughs> which upset her. So, you know, it, it is difficult. I think that, honestly, what I kind of had to do was I kind of had to remember this is the same theory I had back when I was in management in a call center. And you'd be surprised how much of the parenting a small child crosses over to that <laughs> situation. You can't be afraid to be unpopular, mm-hmm. even just for a little while, because she'll get over it. And, You're right. you know, it. If if Mateo gets mad about something, he will get over it. And he, you know, I think that just listening, I think you guys definitely understand that it, there are times where that kid's going to be mad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's he's going to do something on purpose to see if he gets in trouble, and then get in trouble and be surprised. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, it's almost so, like it, I'm 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 happy in on one sense that he's. He's pushing the limits. Like, that's what he's supposed to be doing. He's trying to find the boundaries. Yeah. And it, Test, I, I'm testing the world and seeing what bites. Yeah. And you know, I think, uh, I think last night we had our first evidence of him pitting us against each other with that whole nose licking thing. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I pinned him down on the, on the ground, just like, you know, roughhousing, and I licked his nose. And he was like, lick nose, lick nose. He's having a great time. And then, like, 30 seconds later, he gets up and he starts, like, moaning and crying. Oh. And he goes to Nicole and he's like, nose, daddy, nose. So Nicole, I guess, I don't know whether she didn't see what had happened before, but she's like, what did you do? Like, I need to apologize to him now. And I'm like, no, he was asking me to do it. (laughs) Uh, So then uh, like a half hour later, he's like, daddy, lick nose. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You got me last time. You screwed me (laughs) over, dude. (laughs) That's not happening again. Well, all I'm seeing is you're teaching our son a horrible habit. 
and the <laughs> yeah. kid he's gonna start licking everyone's noses. <laughs> yeah, he is. But it's adorable until he's like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. So. You still got a good decade before it's a problem. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's cool. Yeah. Out. Well, we always like to go through kind of our ups and downs, and we've already talked a little bit about our one of our downs. Um, but Matthew, uh, yes. what's been going on in your world since we last talked? Well, Spoke. preparing for the fifth grade was a little dicey. Last time we talked, I think I had just or was just about to put her on the plane to grandma's. That's right. Yeah. Or you had and, gone through that process. Yes. And it was awful. Yeah. But being at grandma's, no problems. She was really responsible. She, you know, she actually, she and grandma apparently went to the store and bought some of the school supplies she wanted. This, you know, the stuff that would be specialized, like her new bag and the special notebook with the special design. But when she got back, we had to buy the rest of the supplies. And I discovered that uh, Kansas USD 479 hates me. Oh, how? Because how so? Well, we went and we got everything. Yeah. But when you get in there, it says four black dry erase markers. Dry erase markers are sold two ways. In a pack with five colored markers or in packs of three. So you got to buy one extra to get the four. Well, and I'm like, should I buy the pack with the colors so I have the colors at home and then the, the three, or do I, you know, wander around? And then we looked at, it's like three Sharpies. Sharpies comes in packs of two. 400 uh, notebook pages, they come in packs of 125. Literally everything that they had a numerical value for, we had to wander around until we finally found something. But it was really awesome this year because this is probably the least trouble we've ever had. Usually it's three stops. Oh, really? Yeah, you go to the department store and then usually we would run to like Office Depot to get the Sharpies and, and dry erase markers and stupid stuff like that. And sometimes you'd end up having to go to the grocery store because you have to get the, the hand sanitizer and the... the See, I probably would just order everything on Amazon. <laughs> I'm See, so lazy. <laughs> that would be so awesome if I ever planned. Yeah. Or, or, you know, had money on my person at the time that I needed it. it. It was one of those things where we were actually in the store and we were paying with uh, the little gift cards that we had. I had. We had one from Grandma and I had saved up a couple and I happened to have an extra one in the back of my wallet that I'd completely forgotten about. And it was literally all the cards we had put together plus 96 cents. So we had almost exactly the correct amount, but had I actually planned to try and have money, it never would have worked. Right, right. But that that was actually really easy. That's my up. And then, of course, Sunday, I had the worst down of my parenting career. Really? Uh Oh, Oh, yes. It was horrifying. And I say that in complete hyperbole because it really wasn't all that bad. It's just terrifying. Um, The the dryer cacked out last night. Oh, no. Yeah, it won't spin. It'll heat up. Probably light the house on fire. I was going to say, it, that sounds it, so dangerous. Yeah, it won't turn. So we went to the laundromat. And I am lucky in that I live kind of not technically in the city. I live in a little unincorporated town that has basically been engulfed by the city. Gotcha. So there's a little tiny main street about two blocks from my house that has a grocery store and a post office and a laundromat and a subway. So I went to the laundromat there. And, of course, I met the laundromat people who remind me how lucky I have my life. And um, we're in the laundromat. I'm sorting clothes, and I happen to throw all the baskets together. So my clothes and my wife's clothes and the child's clothes are in there. She got new clothes at Grandma's house. This is an important thing. Oh, yeah. Pulling everything out, my clothes are easy. 
if it's got three X's and four X's, that's definitely my shirt. <laughs> and then nice. I pull, yeah, and I pull out a shirt. It's clearly mom's shirt. And then I pull out a shirt and I'm like, I have no idea who this shirt belongs to. It's roughly the same size as mom's, but it looks kind of childlike. And then I get to the point where I'm pulling out socks. The socks are all the same size. And the terror comes when you get to the point where I'm like, I have no idea who this underwear belongs to. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. So you mixed somebody's laundry? I I mixed everything. I just literally, I had baskets. One of them was wet because we had some flooding earlier in the week. So I'm just throwing it all in and I'm taking it out. I'm like, I I don't know whose clothes they are. So wait a minute. Is... Were they witches' clothes or were they somebody else's clothes that you accidentally swapped? Some of them were widgets. Some of them were moms. But some of them were some random person. No. I literally could not tell the difference between some of my daughter's clothes and some of my wife's clothes. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's the terrifying part to me. Your daughter's getting older. Yeah, I'm going through there and I'm like, well, this shirt has... A kitty cat on the on the front, and it's yeah. silver lame with, and the cat is wearing Ace oh, Frehley. You got the on. middle school years ahead, or you yeah. just wait. <laughs> That's clearly a widget shirt, and then I pulled out one that had butterflies and pink, and I'm like, this could be either. And the tops are roughly the same size, and you can usually tell. But you know, the child is five foot one now; she's ten. And even if mom is six feet tall, a lot of the clothes mm-hmm. seem like they're in a similar – especially if yours are really big like mine are. <laughs> but it, basically I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my god, I have a tween. You have like this moment at the laundromat. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was really, really, really upset not to be able to tell whose clothes were whose because that was – that's either my my wife is dressing way too young for forty four years old, or my she just walked in the room and I thought I would take a shot at her. But or my daughter is just way too big, and she we went to meet her teacher on the first day. They're the same height. Oh, really? Fifth grade teacher, fifth grade student. Huh? Yeah, exact same height. Wow. Well, you said she's five one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Not not at all horrified by all of that. That's awesome. <laughs> So she's she's gonna she's probably well kind of having a growth spurt in middle school. Like. Depending on who's doing the measuring and what kind of mood I'm in, mom and I are either the same height or I'm a little tiny bit taller. Mm-hmm. We are both right <laughs> around six foot to six foot one. Now that sometimes I'll say six one and a half just to bother people. <laughs> but yeah. So I expect to have, you know, a full-grown giant child here in a year or two. Is she into sports or anything, do you think? She was last year in the running club where she would go and run with the other kids. Um, hasn't really played soccer, hasn't shown a whole lot of interest in, like, team stuff. But she she definitely likes to exercise and she likes to, you know, run around mm-hmm. and be active, which is really great because I don't know where she's learning that. Yeah, if I played, I loved playing volleyball. And I was, I'm only 5'6", and mm-hmm. I... I was like, oh, I just want to be 5'8". I just want to be 5'8". <laughs> I tried so hard to be 5'8", but I never could. Oh, you know, That's where you get the, the big heels. Yeah. I just going to say, I've got to get the right shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, running around in heels. In fourth grade, I think. Oh, no. my uh, goodness. Nice. Um, okay, Mark, how about you? What, you got some fun stuff to tell me that I don't already know? <laughs> it's a little, yeah, a little hard. We do, we do Secret. live together. Yeah, You're yeah, usually yeah. aware of what's going on. <laughs> Uh, I'm always interested in your perspective, though. I mean, so wait, we come on what, the show. What What is this? I'm looking at the show notes. What section are we in? Um, just the ups and downs. Oh, ups and downs. Oh, I got an up and down. Yeah. 
Uh, let's do the up first. Well, for me, uh, rough play with Mateo is turning into something that I couldn't, I couldn't wait for. I was always excited about having that, uh, the little kid who's just like a big punching bag. Um, <laughs> Litter. not literally. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he, know. you know, he could take a beating, which is pretty cool. Um, he, he but does like it the, to himself though. That's the yeah, thing. But like the wrestling aspect, like just throwing them around and very physical, the, the play that, uh, you know, that typically or maybe stereotypically dads have with their kids um, is that that kind of thing that dads are there for. Um, and I, I love playing that role. I love being the, the guy that flips him up in the air and tosses him across the room and all that fun stuff. So I'm not looking forward to the bruises, the scrapes, the breaks that will come with that. No but. breaks. No breaks. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he drinks a lot of milk, so you yeah. should have some strong bones. <laughs> Um, but no, the rough play, I just, I, I love it. I enjoy that process. I was reading it. I wish I had the source for this. I was reading an article about how, uh, how important that is in a, a kid's growth in, in terms of like, it just seems like it's play, but it's actually a lesson in setting limits and, and like what's okay, what's not okay. And learning that. Like licking, that. licking noses is not okay. <laughs> it is okay for Until now. Until you get in trouble. <laughs> for now. <laughs> Until mommy yells at us. <laughs> Uh, so that's a lot of fun for me. And, you know, the other up is, I think, for both of us, is this new school experience oh my gosh, for Mateo. It is. Do you want to save that for, for well, you no, to talk about? Well, no, we can talk about it. It's it's fine. Because um, I, I dropped him off. I was We were running a little late because we had a huge storm. I, I didn't get a chance to tell you, Mark, on the way to school, because this is our second day at this new school, um, the whole road was completely flooded. And, oh, really? yeah, I... And it was like a lake. And I'm like, Mateo, look, <laughs> we have a lake. Get your floaties on. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and he's like, oh, river, river. I'm like, yeah. Uh. So, but he just walked right in. He was a little shy at first. Um, I was standing there talking to his teacher. And then he's like, oh, potty. And then he went potty and washed his hands. And I'm like, man, I need to get one of these tiny uh. little toilets. <laughs> yeah, really. One of those little tiny mini ones. I try to use it. I wish I had the uh, shrink gun in Despicable Me. <laughs> right? Time to toilet, take that. Take that, time to toilet. Yeah, but then the, the pipes would be too big, and every time you flush, you'd have that. <laughs> right? He does. Matthew, he does. Matthew, did you uh, send your daughter to any sort of preschool or pre-kindergarten program? We actually did. It was, it was very unique. We were really lucky because she was about seven months old um, when mom started going back to work. Mm-hmm. And so we actually had... Um, she was a local daycare provider, but she actually had four or five kids. She never had like a bunch of children. Oh, good. And she went to the trouble of doing like basic phonics and math, and they had lessons and all sorts oh, wow, of stuff. Wow, that's awesome. This woman was just utterly amazing. And wow. the best part about it was they would do they do like little uh, fundraisers. So they they bring home the thing where they're like, we're going to sell little knots of bread and. And Widget can go and sell knots of bread to grandma and the aunts and uncles. And all of that fund will go back into what Rachel was doing with the kids, which I oh, thought cool. was – Yeah, it was really wonderful. But it wasn't like a, a really school experience. Mm-hmm. It was one of those informal things that was fascinating. And sure. we got really, really lucky because this woman took care of her for like five years. Oh, wow. And the summer that she turned six, we're like, okay, you're going to go to school. You are going to be in kindergarten, so we're going to put you in a day camp with other kids. And in the middle of that summer was when we had the first scare and we discovered that she was a type 1 diabetic. Mm. And at that point, we called Rachel and said, this is the situation we're in. We can't send her to camp. They don't have an RN on site. And 
she happened to be a, a trained CNA. She's like, I don't have an opening, but I'll take Molly. So Widget actually went back for the rest of that summer when she was, you know, dealing with and learning all that stuff to be in public with her diabetes, which was really wonderful. Wow. She, she went back into the, you know, the setting with the people she knew and the people who understood her and dealt with all that to the point where when she started school again, it wasn't a big deal because the other kids, you know, they'd seen it. She knew how to answer questions with kids she knew. Mm, that's good. And she had been in that situation where it was, you know, you stepped right back into it. She felt like she was maybe too old. I don't need mm. a babysitter. But I'm like, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> in, you, know, you might need to. It's, it's interesting, too, depending on who you talk to about daycare and their feelings. And um, I read a lot of, like, mom blogs and things like that. Uh, I... I totally believe that for Mateo Mm -hmm. he needs the structure of a school experience like he I mean he thrives in that he does he completely does Um, and there's almost a little bit of guilt not necessarily about the the situation what other parents view oh you're going back to work you should take care of your kid and I hate that kind of stigma that that goes along with um, putting your child in daycare because well, some people don't totally have a choice. Fine yeah. for, I think for people who want to do that, there's nothing wrong with right. it you wanna, if you want to take that on. But there's also certainly nothing wrong with getting help in situations where you do need to go back to work. And I think I think the interesting thing for us is is looking at the different options out there. Mm-hmm. And I think anyone who's looked at various daycares in their area probably is as confused as we were initially as to like what constitutes simple daycare, what's actually daycare with an educational slant to it, what's a pre-K program. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's really interesting. And now we, we're into the, the Montessori thing. Um, and it's just, they're so young, you know, there's so much that's going to happen in their lives. Be, like after this point, how much of this really matters? <laughs> you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sort of skeptical about that myself. Um, but I also am a big believer in stacking the cards in my favor. So giving him every opportunity he can have. And uh, if it, you know, Absolutely. turns out that it, that it makes no difference in the end, fine. But at least we, we gave him an opportunity. Um, but yeah, I, I just think this, uh, the whole preschool thing is very interesting to evaluate whether it makes a difference, how many kids are, are better off in, in a daycare preschool program versus being home. I don't know. It's kind of neat to think about. Well, I, I think it also, a big part of that is, like for me, if Mateo were to, were to say home, I would have to become a Nuts. teacher. Well, I mean, yeah. I would have to, I wouldn't be able to work. There, there's no way. Um, but uh, it's just a matter of, of deciding what job am I going? Cause anyone that says, um, being a homemaker or staying at home, um, it's not a job it is full of it <laughs> because oh, it's that, that is, work. Well, well, if you're doing Absolutely. it right, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that just like adults, you know, you, you said it, you say it in every episode, each kid is different. Situationally, my parenting style is, and you know, I, I, I don't want to sound confrontational, so please understand my parenting style is exactly the business of myself and my wife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if someone has a negative opinion of, you know, maybe the daycare, that's fine. And that's based on the daycare experiences that they've had. I'm not going to negate their opinion. I'm not going to negate their situation or what they believe and what they've seen. But for our situation, it was perfect. And it was really really an excellent way for us to deal with the fact that without both of us working full time, 
there probably would have been a lot of really unpleasant changes <laughs> in, in the in the household situation mm-hmm. because I don't know about you, but living out of the trunk of a car is extremely difficult. Yeah, exactly. when you when you're of that size, yeah. and you know it. it I, I, I honestly, I think I'm contrarian by nature. Uh, Steven Schleicher from Major Spoilers will tell you that I am for sure. But uh, <laughs> wonderful man. He's a longtime friend, known him for 35 years or something. But um, there are points where when someone would come to me and if you say, well, why would you do that? My first response is, again, to rise up like the cobra and say, oh, well, allow me to retort. You know, if you, if it's working for you, if you have a situation that's right for the child that mm-hmm. works for the parents and the family, I don't think that it's fair to try and stigmatize or to try and, you know, even cast blame at someone and say, because you did this, your child has done that yeah. or will do this. You know, you put them in daycare and now they're going to bond strangely with their mother and grow up to be Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. That is not an option, by now, the way. It is a weird kind of thing that because of the internet, we're, we're hearing all these opinions now. And you, mm-hmm. and you read that stuff as a parent and you go, am I, is, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? You, you start second guessing yourself. So it, it gets a little overwhelming. So I like your, your, your view on it, Matthew. Well, and, and absolutely there is nothing wrong with saying this really worked for me and you guys should try it and it's totally right and it's totally awesome. But if, for instance, you go and look at um, the, the type 1 diabetes blogs, people will tell you this is the only way that works. This is the one true way to be healthy. And there are like nine people who have the one true way, many of which are completely diametrically opposed and impossible to, both in, in actual use and to try and combine more than one. So you know, if you say there's one perfect way to do anything, it's going to have to be based on the kid in question, the yeah. person in question. Yeah, so. totally. Oh, did I hear a kitty cat? Uh, I hope not. That was me. Uh, Dots. <laughs> yes, Dots has entered the room. I thought I had locked him up. It's okay. He's oh. lying down. Um. Uh, so, what, Mark, did you have a down that you wanted to share? I'm looking at the show notes. I'm like, do we really want to talk about this? But I guess so. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> Yay! I want to know about this because I'm um, looking at the show notes too. <laughs> my uh, my down is definitely the spontaneous urination. Um, trying to potty train Mateo. It, I mean, it's going really well. Uh, the only time he's really wearing a, a, a pull up diaper is in, overnight, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty good. Uh, but the problem is, you know, you're going about your day. Sometimes you don't think every two hours or whatever the interval is to, to get him to the bathroom. So you might be a little bit late and he's, he's not quite so good at letting you know about the PP. He, he'll let you know when he has to take a poo. Uh, but the pee-pee, he will be perfectly happy to just stand in the hallway and just pee, and the pee runs down on the floor, and, and, then, then, he, and he dances and it then he in dances his own in it. <laughs> and he starts laughing. So when you hear, like, the wet foot slapping in the hallway on the tile, uh, you you know something's, something's like, gone down. He, I heard him. I was doing laundry, and I heard him laughing in the hallway, and I'm like, he is having way too much fun for the hallway. Sing in the urine. <laughs> pretty much what he's doing <laughs> so i mean that's that's a down only because you got to sit you know you got to clean it up but he's learning it's, he is it's learning. we're making progress so i can't uh, i can't complain but um that would definitely be a down i was thinking about I, trying those potty watches have you seen those where it's like a little watch that reminds them no no yeah Remind, Rem- reminds the parent or no, reminds the kid reminds the kid oh so oh, it's, that's neat. yeah it's just that's a little neat. it's called a potty watch 
and they put it on and then it it's like i don't know ten dollars for it um yeah it's called potty time potty watch and i've been looking at those um so i might have to Give it a well, try and see if he... It'd be great if he cooperates, but half the time, even when you do know it's the... Okay, it's been about two hours, buddy. Let's go pee. No. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, if he's cooperative, sure. But I do find, like, when we count down, like, when he's, like, defiant, like, no. I'm like, okay, buddy, we're going to count to 20, and when we get to 20, you're going to be done peeing. And it and we get to 20, and then he pees. And I'm like, okay, well, that worked. So <laughs> it was... It's kind of... I think maybe this, this potty watch concept... Um, it's... It's numbers. Yeah, exactly. He likes he likes I, he likes games. Yeah, so when I yeah. gamify the whole thing. Yeah. So were you going to say? We, so, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something, Matthew? No, you're okay. We got really lucky. I actually have a close friend who was in childcare forever, and um, she explained to me. She's like, it's so much simpler with girls. Yes. Because with boys, you're dealing in a lot of cases with two separate postures. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a girl, it's always you go, you go, you sit. It's the same thing each time. But I got so lucky when we were, were uh, toilet training because she was right around two and we went to get her her first haircut. And we got her her haircut and we had been, you know, we'd been working with the pull-ups. She was out of diapers. She was only wearing pull-ups at night. And after her haircut, she got out of the chair. She looked at me and said, now... I'm a big girl, and I don't wear pull-ups anymore. (laughs) And from that point forward, she refused to wear the pull-ups, and with the exception of, I think, maybe one or two accidents when she was really sick Mm -hmm. and was sleeping really hard because she was sick, no more issue. She decided, this is what we're going to do, and that's that's what we did. You know, speaking of the the sit down standing up thing, we uh, I think Nicole, you sent me an article uh, uh, that someone wrote from the perspective that we shouldn't be teaching boys necessarily to stand up and pee because uh, it can be counterproductive early on for mm-hmm. probably for the reasons you were uh, mentioning there, Matthew. Um, yeah. So we we don't discourage it, but we also don't really teach it. He'll he'll learn it. He learned I mean, all, he did you know, learn it at school. He's, yeah, he's going to learn it from watching other boys at school. That's fine, but in terms of our home strategy. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're, you're not being masculine enough, son. Stand up and pee in that toilet. <laughs> uh, I don't care whether he sits down or stands yeah. up. doesn't matter to me. But uh, I, I imagine that might make things a little bit easier, like you said, just a single posture for, yeah. for both activities. Yeah. So it, it certainly could. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, maybe a little too gross. I drove over like six states for 1,500 miles. And I'm a large man. And not all of the restrooms in the universe are, are designed for a large man. So on the trip to Nerdtacular and back, I'm I'm not saying, you know, sometimes you got to sit down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> sometimes. I thought you were going to say that you had one of those uh, things strapped to your leg. <laughs> I did. I had, a, I had my potty watch so that I would, every two hours, oh, I two would hours. text and go, gotta okay, go. guys, we're pulling over. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally what happened. Nice. Um, all right. Well, let's move over to uh, some toddler translations. I have a... Uh, one for you guys from Jessica, who sent in a clip of Cyrus, who is 20 months old, asking for his two favorite things. I think the first one will be uh, recognizable. Um, but since she, um, I think she lives in uh, England, uh, she's referencing a BB show, BBC show uh, that I'm not familiar with. Uh, but now I'm kind of curious about it. <laughs> uh, so here you go. Here is little Cyrus. Let's see if you can uh, guess what he's saying. Oops. Oh, I'm always terrible at this. 
So I'll tell it's a 20 it's a 30 second clip so I'm going to play the first clip first or the first part of it first Elmo 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 Yeah Elmo Hey yo Elmo and then the second part of the clip I'll just tell you. <laughs> he wants some gumbo? Bubble bubble gumbo. Bubble gumbo. Uh, that sounds per- right. Apparently there's a show called Mr. Tumbler, Tumble. And oh. I, um, it's a great, she says, the Alamo one is obvious, but if you don't know Mr. Tumble, I would suggest you stay far away from it as it's basically toddler crack. <laughs> <laughs> she says, actually, it's a great BBC show. And I love how he uses baby sign language in the show to talk to his friends who are all kids with special needs. Uh, oh. What you can't see is Cyrus making mis- the Mr. Tumble sign. So as he's, as he's actually saying, tumble, tumble, wow. he's signing. So a little 20-month-old uh, Cyrus is signing uh, Mr. Tumble. So, That's amazing. Yeah. So she says, thanks for the podcast, Jessica and uh, Cyrus. So thanks so much for sending that clip in. Cool. Uh, Very cute. So, yeah, so cute. Ooh, I found Mr. Tumble on the interway. Uh, yeah, I need to look for it. I, I there goes Matthew's afternoon. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> no, I got, I got, a, I got a million things to do today. Uh, I also came across uh, a couple of funny articles um, early in Matteo's when Matteo was born. I was kind of obsessed with um, like taking cute pictures, like those, or is it Anna Gertie or something like that, where they make like the babies in the pumpkins and yeah. cute. So I bought all these little hats and I was taking cute pictures of Matteo. And I found this BuzzFeed article last night, and I just laughed because it was it's <laughs> it's a side by side comparison of the Pinterest photo and then r- what happens in real life. <laughs> oh no! So, so like, there's this cute little picture of this little baby in blue, and he has the cupcake, and there's all kinds of frosting all over, and next to it is the kid with the blue frosting, and he's just crying and wiping it in his eyes. <laughs> And uh, there's just some really cute ones in here. I love the uh, the cloud sleeper, which is this cute little baby on this little white fur thing. <laughs> well, I remember the picture you got of Mateo, like the holiday pictures and the one where he's in that little bear outfit. Yeah. Absolutely adorable. But the reality is that was a half second yeah. moment yes. in, in between this horrible crying yeah. of, of this little oh, tiny baby. He hated that thing. I got. I have some of the, the outtake photos of him just going, wow. Screaming, and he's just stretched out. Just he's all yeah. red. And ten, ten years later, you don't remember the the beat red face. <laughs> you just have that one little picture. At least you hope you won't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you have you ever done any of these kinds of pictures, Matthew? No, no, because I I've never been the the super precious kind of guy, and my, my wife would look at these and go, "Hmm, no, that's that's something." But I, if my mother in law had her way. Those would be wonderful. Now we do have, we have pictures of her where we just like we'll take her into Walmart and sit her down mm-hmm. at various ages. And there's one where she's really, really tiny and she's sitting there, and she likes to tell the story of how she totally remembers that. Oh, really? And yeah, she doesn't because <laughs> she claims that I'm standing behind her, holding her up, invisible, which 
what actually happened was mom was kind of kneeling behind the thing and had her hand up behind her. Mm-hmm. And her hand was holding her back, and she heard that story, and now she says that she remembers that. But I don't know the the little babies and the pea pods are always just so precious. And I know, just right? Like, no, oh, that's just too sweet for my evil sort of universe. <laughs> Number twelve is probably one of my favorites. It's like this teeny tiny little baby, and the mom and dad are holding it, and it looks so precious. And then the reality oh. underneath it. The kid is like, "Oh my god!" He's like looking at him, going, "Help what me! Help me! Help me!" <laughs> so yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes if you'd like to check out some of these photos. My, my kid was never that small. Yeah. How Ever. when she was born? How how she was ten pounds one ounce oh, wow. and twenty four inches long. Wow. wow, Mateo was three pounds fourteen ounces. It was teeny tiny. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I I vaguely recall you being a smallish young lady. Nah, I'm not that small. <laughs> well, you know, by my standards again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's I don't know. My my child was never that small. My one of my coworkers had. His 18-month-old walk-in to the workplace just either yesterday or the day before. Wow. My child was never that small. Yeah. She's, you know, a little 20-inch tall baby walking around and toddling going, Yay, Grandpa Steve, I love everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually literally the conversation. But uh, (laughs) I don't know. know. I look at these and I'm like, I I can definitely see the appeal. Yeah, they're cute. You know? Now, if you were if you were putting her in a Superman suit, oh, oh, actually, there is um, underneath it thirty nerd babies, right nice. at the very bottom, and these are adorable. It's just, is uh, is Mateo in his Yoda outfit? You know in what? That list? I don't. I, he would have been perfect for this. Isn't it the the cover photo for uh, nerd parents? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's cool. That's that, a cute <laughs> picture too. Yeah, he. Uh, I dressed him up. Like the one time he let me dress him up as a baby, I dressed him up in a little Yoda costume, Aww. and that's and that's the uh, the show art for the show. <laughs> uh, Scott took the photo and turned it into a cartoon for me. So yeah, he would be adorable in this list. But there's there's some great you should family call picks. Them. Yeah, you should you be should. absolutely outraged. You should be like, how dare you? Do Buzz you know who feed, I am? BuzzFeed, you've let me down. <laughs> I'm a big deal on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite I, one is number six, I think, because it's uh, the baby it, as the uh, alien popping out of the oh, dad's oh. chest. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a little terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Um, all right. Uh, I think the last time, Matthew, we talked about um, would you getting a phone and you have an app on there that controls the phone? Actually, I just yesterday deleted it. Oh, really? <laughs> I did. And the main reason why is she has been really responsible. Oh, that's awesome. But we had, it was called Family Base and it was from Verizon Wireless to where we can program it to where her phone can only make calls to approve numbers. Mm-hmm. She can only text to approve numbers and we can, you know, we can manage whatever internet usage she has as well. But she has, I mean, she's been putting it on the charger. She hasn't tried to take it to school. She only uses it to talk to uh, mommy and I and one friend who has her own phone and they, they will text. But at 11 o'clock, that phone goes away. Mm-hmm. In the summer, of course, summer, a little bit later bedtime, we're Usually during the school year, she has to be in bed before nine. But 
Well, the reason why I, I brought it up is because mm-hmm. um, there's a news story going around um, this past week about a mom getting upset with her her daughter for ignoring her phone calls. So she made an app called Ignore No More. <laughs> um, right now, it's it always seems like these kind of control apps are only on Android phones. She's well, apparently yeah. working on an iPhone or an iOS version of it. But uh, yeah, Apple so doesn't like other people controlling their. No, um, it's a dollar ninety nine. You can find it in Google Play if you have an Android phone. Um, and basically, what is it? I don't really say what it does. Does it develop? Shuts the phone down completely. Uh, oh, okay. She can actually. So it just lock. shut. Yeah, she locks the phone down remotely. What would be great is if it just forced a ring and you set the ringtone like to your voice screaming at them at like full volume so they have Apparently, to answer it. I'm embarrassing she, you. She says once it's locked, he can only access a list of contacts that she has selected. Oh. And so he can contact her phone and ask for the password. It shuts down texting. Oh, so gaming. they have to call her. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Mom mom can remotely lock his phone, and then he has to actually contact one of the specified contacts in order to get his phone unlocked. Oh, my goodness. I kind of like that. I mean, I I don't yet have the problem, but, boy, I'm going to watch this because – yeah, I mean, if you look in the comments, too, they're like, oh, I would never use this kind of app because oh, I'm raising my child to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you just, you're not there. You know, if you, things change all the time. And especially if, if your kid's going through a period where they're just ignoring, of course, that's something you have to address. But I think, I mean, this is kind of a Band-Aid, but mm-hmm. I think it, it's a, it would be a good Band-Aid, especially if you need them to call you. And this, I mean, this is a Band-Aid for a parent who clearly has a child who's not paying attention. Wrong-willed, yeah. yeah, Not following her rules. So, I mean, I don't necessarily think that she's like a a superhero, hooray, parent Mm -hmm. put one over on the terrible little Mm -hmm. child. But I think that if this helps with her frustration and this helps to remind the kid that, yes, you are a child still and mom still has that, you know, I don't... I don't necessarily disagree. Mm-hmm. Is it is it strong arming? Perhaps, <laughs> but isn't I mean, that what even, we, we kind of have to now, do that as parents at times? <laughs> at, even now, with a ten year old, there are times where I just kind of have to go. No, we're done here. Yeah, go I mean, take you your can, shower. Go clean your room. Go do whatever you do. You you could do everything right by the book and still end up with a kid with a rebellious streak. You know, and you need everybody's got to decide what's right for them personally. But I mean, having this degree of control uh, is what makes you the parent and them the kid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And most importantly, never read the comments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Sometimes I can't resist, though. Um, because, it's heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. And sometimes you, you, you can't help it. But I think that to some degree, it, it's really admirable of you guys specifically that. When people say, you are parenting wrong, your first thought is, are we? Mm-hmm. Do right. we need to assess this? Could this be a problem? And not, oh, you're a stupid person who does not know, because that's usually my first response. <laughs> Except for yesterday when uh, my brother informed me that Rachel Ray had made the mm-hmm. comment that if your uh, parents come to her all the time and say, all my kid eats is chicken nuggets, and her response is, well... That's because that's all you feed them is chicken nuggets. You just need to expand your horizons. And I said, that sounds like a woman who has no kids. <laughs> that sounds like a woman who has much greater resources. 
Yeah. <laughs> she can well, pay even people. Even then, you can have all the resources. You can't. What, what's the saying? You can't. Um, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. <laughs> kind of thing. I think yeah, it was. I mean, you, you can lead a horticulture. No. No. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm sorry. That's a different. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we constantly uh, try to expose every meal we put down on the table for Mateo has has things that we're eating and that we have some backup stuff, and we'll give him time. To, there's always uh, something that I know he will eat. Yeah, and we and we don't really force the issue either because I don't think that's a great way to go. Like, you're not leaving this table until you eat, mm-hmm. but we right. give him every opportunity to to explore with different foods, and he just mm-hmm. doesn't take it. So, I mean, yeah, not to uh, diverge into a different topic there, but... No, but I think it, it, it to some degree it is the same topic. It's when you have a child who is being defiant or not, you know, not basically not accepting yeah. uh, your, your parenting, what are you going to do? I, again, I feel like I'm really lucky in one way, and this is kind of the weirdest thing I've ever said, in that Widget understands that food is something very specific for her. Right. And being someone who, you know, I have a, a very complicated relationship with food. And, you know, when she is eating, she is eating to live because these are, you know, these are the carbs you've dosed for. These are the proteins. If something is really awful and she doesn't like it, then, yes, we will go ahead and we'll have to provide alternate carbs because she's been dosed. She has insulin on board for Mm -hmm. the amount of carbs she's eaten. But I think that even when she was younger and when we weren't dealing with the issues with, you know, no pancreas – there are times when she would say, I want to try this sushi. I'm like, okay, well, you can try a bite of sushi. She's like, I'm going to order sushi for myself. No, you're going to order something you know you like, and I will share sushi <laughs> yeah. with you. It sounds like our trip to the diner the other day, Mark. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Did it, did it take a while for her to really accept and grasp the concept of her just not being able to do certain things with food at an early well, age? We try really hard not to do the you can'ts, but yeah, there are certain things where we would go on the way to drop her off to daycare. We'd stop at Casey's General Store, which is just kind of like a quick trip. It's quick trip. That's a lovely word. I have a vaccine. It's a it's a it's a convenience store. Mm-hmm. We have them. and they have a really Our, great donut counter, best ever. And I don't necessarily resist their donut counter, even if it's like four in the afternoon. Don't do that, but. We had to make a point of just because we're at Casey's doesn't mean we're going to get donuts. Right. And once in a while, it would actually come down to just because we're at Casey's doesn't mean you're going to get donuts. Yeah, let's clarify. Which, <laughs> right. And you know that is unfair. And I, I admit that that is unfair. And I admitted that to her when she said it to me that it's unfair. But, yeah, there are some things that we don't necessarily – make a huge deal about but there are things where you know if you want to order the 3000 calorie tiramisu with more carbs than your entire other meal probably going to say maybe not the best decision yeah yeah you've got you've got to make the decisions where you do and i think that again right now she's upset about her tummy she's lost a little bit of weight but she's right around 100 105 pounds for a 5 foot child she doesn't like how she looks, and so she's going and she's exercising more, and I remind her about you know what we're eating and when we're eating it. But I think that if you have a child who is adamant, I'm not going to eat anything but my chicken nuggets, you can't always strong arm that child. And you right. can't say to the child, like, for instance, my grandfather would say, you'll eat this 
or you'll have it for every meal until you eat it. <laughs> what? Now, my record was 36 hours. <laughs> really? Yes. Put out the same bowl, and oh, that is your that's food. That's a mommy dearest move with yeah, the, the, really the, the steak. Remember that but scene? Oh, he, he also had the uh, you don't eat until your dog eats rule, which I probably shouldn't. Oh, that's you know, really? Yeah. Until you have fed your pet. You don't get to sit down and eat, which, wow. again, that's that's kind of you know a complicated interaction. He, he grew up in the Depression. Well, Things were different in the 1920s. Mark's grandfather wouldn't let them drink anything until they were done eating. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no beverages at all until we ate the solid food, and then we could have a drink. That's weird. Yeah, well, he didn't, he didn't want us <laughs> to fill up on liquids. So, wow. I mean, you know, I noticed that with Mateo, if we give him a, yeah. a cup of milk, he's going to down the milk and he just doesn't eat as much. So I see the logic there, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a little harsh. It was a very strict rule whenever we ate uh, with Grandpop that we could not have a drink <laughs> until we ate our food. That's, uh, I can, oh. Yeah, I mean, you do fill up with water. Or, I mean, if you. Yeah. Well, I, I see the point. I see the point one of, of like. One of the weight loss tips they give you in like the, the Weight Watchers and such is make sure you're drinking a lot of water. Mm-hmm. To create yeah. the sensation of greater fullness, and, and I, I could see the reason to try to guide him uh, against doing that. If I give him milk, I'm not going to give him a full glass. I'm going to give him just a little bit, just to you know, uh, to quench, you know, wet, wet his whistle, and then he can eat, <laughs> and then he'll have more milk later. Yeah. But yeah, Grandpa was forceful with that. Yeah. Iron hand, Grandpa. <laughs> That's right. Well, let's move over to family game night. Um, okay. This is where we. Like to talk about games, apps. Um, I'm actually going to throw Netflix into this category. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yay. Uh, because uh, we've been watching a new cartoon uh, that I think just came to Netflix because I've never seen it before. And it's called Animal Mechanicals. And this is a, this is a little show that Mateo loves. And <laughs> the way he says Animal Mechanicals is adorable, too. Amicamicals. Amicamicals. Um, and they, tr- it's made by Mark. You found out it was made by the same people that did Bow on the Go. Yeah, Halifax something or other yeah. Canadian company. So Halifax it's a, Film. Yeah, something like that. It's a little. It's a series for preschoolers, and they use their abilities to transform and solve challenging problems. And the the one of the cutest things that happens, they'll go, <laughs> "What are we gonna do?" And Mateo's like, "What are we gonna do?" It's so freaking adorable to watch him interact with these little <laughs> these little animals uh, on Netflix because he's he's talking back now. Um, I'm finding that as we're those you know Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and they'll, they'll say, "Are you ready?" and he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> So, yeah, well, and it's then really there's there's the negative side to that is uh, some of these mm. some of these programs and shows. I don't know what they what they're thinking when they script these things out or they record the audio for them. There's there's one show that he watches where they ask questions and does this animal match up with this letter? And they've got a little girl that is part of the narration. And the guy asks, like, is this a you know, does this have a letter A? And she goes, no. Like she has this attitude to her nose and he, he oh, mimics it yeah. uh, to a T. So instead of just saying no or yes, it's no, no, it's the weirdest thing. So it's, I try to avoid yeah. that one. He really likes that one too. It's he called, loves it. It's called Animal ABCs. Also on, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, also on Netflix. Yeah. And there's just this snotty sort of yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not what I want to teach my kid. Like the, the thing at daycare that he yeah. picked up. 
Um, so I, I think it's only one person at his daycare that, that taught his old him day, this. His old daycare. His old daycare. That when something is happening that he doesn't want to happen and he wants to say no, they say no thank you. No, thank but they you. don't say no thank you. They say no thank you. And when that comes home and he's using that when he doesn't want something to happen, he goes, no, thank you, daddy. There's, there's a certain thing to that that just makes my skin crawl. <laughs> that is like that, there's too much attitude. There's too much sauce on that one, yeah. buddy. <laughs> you got to back that, off. And that, that actually happens with, you know, as they get older, I don't necessarily want to terrify you. But it, as you enter the tweens, she's at the point now where she'll be like, Gah! <laughs> the, five like, okay. second, the five second. We're, yeah, we're officially done here. That <laughs> that conversation ended. Yeah. At some point, you may re-enter this room, but this is not a conversation we are going to continue because okay. there's there's no interaction with that. And when she was younger, and I'm not sure where she would get it. Um, she actually, at one point, very young, we were talking about animal noises. And I was like, what animal says, bah, she says, the sheep. And I'm like, what does the doggy say? Bark, bark, bark. What does the chicken say? Baka, baka. What does mommy say? No, 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 no. <laughs> great, great joke oh, until hilarious. grandma hears it. Oh, so many of the things that Widget and I do that are super funny are ruined by grandma, I got to tell you. But, <laughs> and even, you know, even at two and three, at that that vocal, the tone and the the voice, mm-hmm. is, it's intentional and it's something that you can you know you can model back. No, but uh, I've noticed that when Widget gets frustrated and just blows up, her tone, her pitch, her intonation is a dead ringer for her mother when oh, yeah. mom gets upset. <laughs> and when she was little, she walked up to me one day and said, "Daddy, when I am a big girl." I'm going to say, damn it. Oh, that, is ex- that is exactly the tone and pitch that I use when I get frustrated. And uh, I, I try really hard to watch my language because I'm, I'm weird about language. I don't want her to think that words are bad. Right. So I've told her that there are rude words and inappropriate words. And she's very, very good, especially at 10, about not trying to use them for shock value. But even when she was little... If I would get over the top, I would sometimes go, ah, damn it. Mm-hmm. And she heard that. And that is how a grown-up responds to frustration and anger in her head. So, you know, I, 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 we actually, we had a discussion about that one, mm-hmm. about how it's just a word. It's not a magic word. It doesn't have any powers. And I still, we, we still try and reinforce that. We were playing Grand Theft Auto the other day. <clears throat> Whoa. Well, I was playing because <laughs> what we found, she loves the little smart cars. They, they're like the little tiny cars that are literally oh, just yeah, the yeah, cabin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, the little penny racers. next to my car, it's literally my car without the hood or the trunk. It's a little <laughs> right. tiny car. Well, we found one in Grand Theft Auto. And Grand Theft Auto Five has little customized shops where you can take the little car into the customizing shop. And so we found this car. And I didn't have to hit anybody or shoot anybody. So, you know, I didn't, you know. None of that stuff. We got in this nice car. It didn't have an alarm, so I didn't have to explain the steel is bad. And we drove it We drove it to the custom shop. But on the way, Trevor, who was driving the car, oh, who, no. if you know Grand Theft yes. Auto, Trevor is the worst. <laughs> yes, he is. Trevor threw a five 
literally five expletive bomb at somebody with two F's in it. Mm. And we're driving and she looks at me with the eyebrows and I'm like, okay, Molly, you understand the rule. And she's like, yes, just hear it. Don't say it. (laughs) But we went and, you know, we customized the car. We made it look exactly the way she wanted and then saved it in the garage so that if and when she plays the game with me, she can drive her car and mm-hmm. I don't have to put her in any of the missions because <laughs> the missions Well, I like how still- you approach it. You know, this is the this is the real world. I mean, yeah. Mateo said something the other day. I'm like, did I teach him that? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember saying that, but maybe I did. You start questioning because you, you a lot of times you don't you don't really realize you say certain things. So, I mean, it's it's good. It's a, a good conversation starter most definitely um matthew do you have any fun games besides grand theft auto that you're playing <laughs> <laughs> Very friendly. It, well and it's it's one of those things where we've we've had this discussion because one of my favorite things is to play the wrestling games mm-hmm. uh, uh the one i'm on right now is 2010 which means i have four years of built-up story and custom wrestlers in there and even when she was very little she understood you know, like Mark was talking, you, you have those moments where Daddy and Widget will play wrestling. And I will pick her up and go, power slam, and put her down on the couch. Mm-hmm. And I taught her how to sell a move because we've understood that the point of wrestling is to look like it hurts, yeah. but never, ever hurt somebody. Right. And we watch really close. Chris Jericho never connects with those punches. But the guy he's punching at sells the punch and goes, oh, and falls down and, and shakes. So I, you know, I try to address that because even if you like, when we play Mario Kart on the N64, that's actually one of the newest games we bought was Mario Kart for the N64. I live in the year 2002. Nice. Apparently. Yeah. But when we were playing that, you play that game and the cars explode. Mm-hmm. Some guy's winning. He's doing great. You push the blue shell. His car explodes. And she's like, that doesn't seem fair. I'm like, yeah, that was mean to Wario. But, yeah. As far as new things, my wife and I were talking today. She feels like we're bad parents. <laughs> because, well, she has guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. She has running club now. She has flute lessons. Uh, after school, she gets on the bus and she'll go to grandma's house. So she'll hang out with... Uh, Grandma, different grandma than the one in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we have a week that her day is kind of regimented around mommy's home in the morning, gets you on the bus, daddy gets home in the evening, we take care of food, and then mom gets home right about bedtime. So Saturday and Sunday are kind of our leeway for fun things to do. Sometimes, you know, we, we actually recently went to the, uh, the go-kart racing thing because she wants to learn how to drive now she's 10 oh oh, yeah yeah she raced mommy in go-karts and mommy lapped her like four times (laughs) really really mad about this but they've been they've been mapping out which is the fastest way to get around to turn when you're in the racing car and how to make it i remember loving go-karts as a kid but yeah i a lot of times the stuff that we do is based on you know again i live in 2002 we do have Boom Blocks. Have you ever heard of Boom Blocks? No, what's, the, what's that? It's a, a Wii game where you basically there are several different game modes. My favorite one is it's like a Jenga tower of blocks. And you can shoot a projectile and your point is to knock down all the blocks of your color and get points. 
but not knock down the points of someone else's color because they get points if you knock them down. Oh, cool. Oh, neat. So you'll, Little you'll monkeys like, and animals. Yeah. The Wii is, is probably the best, really the best money I've spent on video games mm-hmm. because she's got the games and she's got the, the thing and they have the, what is it, the balance board? The balance so, board. Yeah, it's um, the Wii Fit board. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That she and mom use when uh, mom is is uh, checking her weight and following through on all of her stuff, and she enters in her exercise and all of that. But yeah, the Wii is one of those great things. I should probably look about getting more games. You know what? I got a game recommendation for you. Um, what you got? It's called D Blob. D Blob. Yeah. I'm D Blob. Yeah. It is a. F- I played it all the way through. It's a fun little game where you're this blob guy, mm-hmm. and you change colors, and you are basically painting the town and unlocking different achievements. And it actually, is D blob. I thought yeah. it was letter D. No, D E blob. D blob. And no. they have they have. I played the second one, um, but there's like just a regular D blob and then D blob two. Oh, cool. Really fun game and it's very straightforward and simple but it is also there's some complexity to it and it's it's a great great little game highly highly recommend especially if you have a wii u um oh, yeah. you can it the first one the the is like seven bucks on amazon and then the second one came out a few years ago um and it's only 10 bucks it's actually 71 percent off right now on amazon wow <laughs> yeah so, I wonder if I remember my address. <laughs> so yeah, D Blob Two. That's a fun, 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 fun. Well, check that game. out. That looks really interesting. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it because you and you you're fighting black ink. Those mm-hmm. are those. That's the enemy. And so you're trying you're trying to chromaticize the universe. No, <laughs> they. So the black ink is taking over, and so you're the hero with the color, and then you're putting the color back into the town, which is getting oh. rid of the black ink, and it unlocks different zones, and it's and then you collect little you know trophies and things like that. So it's a, she probably would love that game. The graphics look fascinating. Yeah, I, I really was surprised by it. Um, Mark, do you have any games for us? Anything you've been playing with? Mateo, mm, other than toddler blood sport. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I left. I left sidewalk. Teach, I left teach sidewalk. Teach how to top. sell the injuries too. That's right. I, oh, actually, that, that's coming next. Yeah. Um, what do you with the sidewalk? I, yeah, about? that's what I. I left that for you since you didn't put anything in the show notes. Oh, thank you. You, uh, <laughs> you lobbed she that one said, up for me. Hinting broadly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we we the kid loves painting. Oh so, my gosh! Um, yeah, you know, and he loves painting anything and everything. So it's got to be water soluble and easy to clean. And uh, they have this si- – basically, it's like liquid sidewalk chalk that uh, they- comes with this little tray, a couple of brushes. And the kid will sit out there for hours on, on the patio in the back just painting the concrete. Painting, um, painting. Yeah, painting. it's a ton of fun until he starts painting himself, himself. and then painting the house, <laughs> painting his toenails, and then eating the paint, which results in some very interesting colored poop. Uh. Nicole called me and she's like – She's like, is this normal? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Half of I, it was red, and, yeah. and it was like not, I mean. It looked like clay. It did. It looked and like And I'm like, clay. all right, somebody's been eating the paint. <laughs> well, I, it's the one thing that I kind of let him be on his own outside, and so I'm just kind of watching him through the blinds, and I'll see him, like, look at the paintbrush, and then, like, turn it around, and then, like, put it to his tongue, and then he goes, ew, 
and then he does it again. <laughs> like, yeah, buddy, yeah. stop. But I, I, I will say that if you're looking at sidewalk chalk paint, um, there, Crayola does, um, a, a version of it, which is already mixed and it's in a bottle. And that stuff is great. I went on a limb and picked up, um, another type of side, sidewalk chalk from, um, who is it? Uh, I had it just right here. Anyway, it's, it's, it's actually chalk and you have to mix it mm-hmm. and it, you're supposed to use it in 72 hours. It's Rose Art washable sidewalk chalk. Rose Art, yeah. So I kind of was disappointed with that stuff. Yeah, I mean, not very good. it's not very good. So I would recommend sticking with the Crayola stuff that's already pre-mixed. Right. But, uh, but yeah, we're having some fun with some sidewalk chalk. <laughs> Just make sure we keep it off the house. Yeah. Oh, we already did that. Got in trouble once for that. Oh. <laughs> but it does come off pretty yeah, well. It, you uh, just wash even it off. off the stucco and the door and all that stuff, it washes oh, off pretty well. That's that's why I have vinyl siding. There you go. <laughs> you can you can pretty much do anything you want to vinyl siding. Right. Um, all right. Well let's move keep the show rolling. We got some, rolling, rolling. <laughs> some solicit advice, some emails where listeners write in and uh, Sweet. you know, sometimes they give us advice too. So I, I love giving bad advice. <laughs> This first one is from Wendy, and uh, she says, Hello, lovely nerd parents, loving the show. My daughter is 13, and I love hearing from other parents about what they're going through. My daughter's school encourages tablets and has what is called a Ren Web, similar to what Carrie was talking about. Um, There was a few episodes back we were talking about iPads and what schools give out. Uh, I love it, by the way. It, It makes keeping track of everything so much easier. Anyway, Disney, my family was actually one of the early tryouts for families for the Magic Bands. They, so I, I wanted to read this because Mark and I are considering doing a Disney trip. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to read this for, for Mark. So we're going to have to look into these Magic Bands. Okay. Um, Again, hinting broadly. <laughs> this is how I, this is how I talk to my husband. On yeah, my we podcast. don't normally converse during the <laughs> she, day, so she podcasts it, and then people are like, "Did you hear what Nicole said to you, man?" Uh, they are she wants you to take out the garbage. They are. There's a whole episode about it. <laughs> I haven't updated my RSS feed. I had no idea. Oh, it was man. garbage night. Jeez. They are they are in Disney World and Disneyland. They they not only work as your ticket. And for purchases, hey, hey, scratchy, scratchy, Mitten. That's you, Mark. I'm sitting still. <laughs> okay. Oh, that must be Matthew then. <laughs> what? Hello. Uh, I'm not here. They uh, only work as your ticket. They work as your ticket and for purchases. They are also your room key and fast pass. However, they do not need to be swiped to be to leave the park. So it's does like it, a digital it, um, band. Does that, it send an electrical shock if they go too far? <laughs> I don't know. If you, if you find the chamber where Walt's head is kept, it will actually tase you. <laughs> she said there were some hiccups, of course, but they're working it all out. And I'm wondering if they've probably worked them out but, uh, since she sent this email a little while ago. Your bands are basically connected to your entire experience. They will also let you know if any of your reservation times might conflict with any chosen fast pass times and will work with you for the best experience. So if Disney wanted 
to keep tabs on you. It's nothing. It's not through the bands. It's their website. <laughs> uh, so she, sorry for the wall tech. No, that was great information. I, I'm yeah. going to have to look into these magic bands. Just wanted to chime in on a Disney deal and say thanks for a great show. Wendy. That's, cool. That sounds good. Yeah. I, I'm, we're kind of uh, in the process of planning that Disney. We're going to go to Disneyland. Um, since it's the closest and well, right. we're Disney noobs too. And yeah. you look into it and there's definitely strategy to have the best time possible, especially when you have a really little, little, uh, temperamental little kid. Yeah. <laughs> so something like this could be pretty helpful. Yeah. And you found a great guide, kind of the Disney experience with toddlers that, uh, yeah. I think we're going to follow <laughs> and try to, try to, um, make the most of the experience. Sure. One yeah. thing that I would recommend is we actually found out when, when Widget went to Disney, that um, she got there at a point where she normally would take her nap and was really tired. Mm. And then she went on about four rides and just totally cacked out and fell asleep. Oh, wow. So, you know, you may want to take into account also what, you know, what his schedule is like and sure. when would be the peak time for him to be wide awake. Because she now 5 wants to go again <laughs> because she fell asleep and, you know, missed some of the good stuff. But yeah. she rode the teacups. That's all you really need. <laughs> nice. Does the does the park open at five? <laughs> yes, yeah, right. Um, He's up and raring to go sometimes. <laughs> maybe Pacific time. <laughs> Disney World opens at five Pacific time, according to. Oh, the there end. you go. <laughs> um, we also got an email from Tiffany. Uh, this is this is a little. Uh, it's, a little old because she says, hi, I'm pregnant with my first and he's due right around Nertacular. So Nertacular's already come and went. So congratulations, Tiffany. You have a, a new little uh, baby, I'm guessing. Uh, I was wondering if each of you remember one specific item that you couldn't have lived without when caring for a newborn. Thanks and keep up the great work, Tiff. Uh, P.S. Nicole, what was the swaddling thing you mentioned early on? I couldn't find the name. Um, so that was called a miracle blanket. And in fact, if you, if you go to nerdparents.com, uh, there's a, a store tab and it has everything we've ever talked about in that Amazon store. And definitely miracle blanket was in that. And that was like, that's like heavy duty swaddle. Cause usually you find the little Velcro ones. And I think most babies probably are fine with those little Velcro ones. But for whatever reason, Mateo was like a Hulk baby and would break out of those constantly. <laughs> Mateo mad. Smash. And in order for Eat chalk, <laughs> in order for him to stay in his swaddles, I ha- we had to double swaddle him with those miracle blankets. It was crazy. <laughs> and duct tape them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I always found that the little, uh, you know, the plastic zip ties, no problem. <laughs> you know, so, like four of them. So, Matthew, I know it's been a little while. Did you, do you have any, like, anything that stood out that was like, oh, I'm so glad we, we use yes. that? I, um, and this is just a, a general rule, uh, from about, I would say, newborn to the age of maybe four, no matter how much you think you have enough baby wipes, buy more, buy <laughs> twice as many because <laughs> – I would literally keep a, a package of wipes in the car, and then there'd be packages all around the house. And it, it really entertained my elder sister, who by the time I had Widget, my elder sister had three kids. But I always had a packet of those in my pocket. I had pants that had one big pocket on the side. So she'd be sitting there, and she'd be like, I'm going to have cake at a birthday party. I'm like, great, we'll get you a piece of cake. And then she would eat, and I'd go, ninja dad. <laughs> With the wipes out of the pocket. 
You, nice. you always want to have those. And the thing is, they're weirdly calming for the child. We had um, a terrifying moment in the minivan where the car seat, the strap that held the car seat to the seat came loose. Child's still strapped in. Seat goes, ooh, Oh, and no. turns upside down. Oh, it, was, wow. it was like captain's chairs. Mm-hmm. So she's upside down in the space between the two captain's chairs, laughing. <laughs> That's thankfully. Good. That's good. <laughs> Thought it was the greatest game ever. But when Wee. I stopped the van and picked her up, she was like, should I be upset? Heck, 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 and started crying. So I took out the baby wipes and I started wiping her mouth and wiping her face. And she stopped crying. Don't know why, but well, the baby wipes a, wash in the face. Was whenever good. a kid is upset, you always see that. You see that in a Christmas story where she's like, you know, Ralphie's upset. She takes him to the and puts a cold washcloth on on his face. That's, I mean, that's kind of an impromptu cold washcloth. Yeah. She so. didn't need her face washed, but the process of washing her face made her realize that yes, it's it's okay that that terrifying thing just took five years off your father's. <laughs> well, what the what the hell happened with the car seat that it just came undone? Well, we actually at the time had one seat and two vehicles. My car had uh, the big bench seat. It was a big uh, Oldsmobile. And the van had individual seats that you would clip through. So in my car, you run the thing through the back, you clip it in, you're good, it's solid. With the van that my wife usually drives, you actually take it through the back you would clip it, and then there's a little locking mechanism that actually, like, it's is specifically for this situation on the back of the chair. Right. So I didn't have the thing through the back of the chair where the little lock mechanism oh. is to have that over-the-shoulder belt hold. Mm. I'm used to just run it through the back and the bottom part. So for some reason, that, that bottom part didn't hold it all the way, and when it twisted, for some ridiculous reason the van went oh you're trying to loosen the belt let me help you <laughs> oh yeah mark went through a whole class on car safety yes we I had, did. <laughs> yeah we had the thing where we did that but it was you know it was on a sunday afternoon at a, it, a it church was, in a scary part of town <laughs> you know, it is one of those classes that you get there and i'm like do i really need to be here um people are here as a punishment because they got <laughs> ticketed you know and uh, i just wanted to be extra safe and yeah. as it turns out yeah. my seat was installed properly anyway and it was uh, not a big deal bottom line is you just got to put a lot of muscle into it yeah yep. um i actually every time i put his chair in the car i feel like uh, i throw my shoulder out for like 24 hours <laughs> just <laughs> you're in like a super awkward position with your yeah. knee down there and i'm like you know this is my son's life that i'm i've got in my hands yeah. that's depending on how tight i could pull this thing so i'm pulling it with everything i got and i'm like oh Oh, okay, yeah, on 37, that hurts. I'll twist the arm, it's good, yeah. And that, that was literally the point where I realized that buy an individual seat for each car, not a bad plan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, soon after that, we had the seat permanently in the center of the thing, permanent seat in the van. And, you know, even when we moved up to the little booster seats, seat for the car, seat for the van, emergency seat to throw into whatever car we're in, yeah. You know, we, having extra seats and leaving the ones that are in there solid and mm-hmm. untouched. Yeah. Totally worth never, it. Never underestimate that. I mean, yep. it's what, 120 bucks out of pocket in the front, so it's daunting, but it's, it's totally worth it. Mark, yeah. do you have any suggestions for Tiffany? I, I would say, um, especially as uh, n- new parents, we bought a lot of crap we didn't need. <laughs> like, we yeah. fell into that trap, unfortunately. Was there anything in particular that you remember going, wow, I'm glad we did that or we had that? Like, yeah, the, the wipes. Cer- 
What? I was going to say the wipe warmer, totally not necessary. Yeah, it was nice <laughs> during the winter, but yeah. uh, I don't think it was a <laughs> need it for survival. No. The what now? Uh, the little wipe warmers. It's basically um, – ah, uh, I thought little... she said wife warmer. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my yeah. nickname. I know, but that, that's really how we got the child in the first place. <laughs> that's how we got into this situation. Yeah. So, um, sorry, I apologize. That was, that was I would say any the things surrounding uh, getting to know his sleep and figuring out how to get him to sleep. So for me, I would say sort of a combo of the white noise machine and yeah, the blackout curtains. That's true. Like learning that a baby truly needs a pitch black environment with white noise in the background to have its best sleep and to get control and, and do the whole sleep training thing. Yeah. Um, that was a pivotal realization for us. Yeah. And to this day, he sleeps with, uh, we, we keep it fairly low, but he sleeps with white noise. And I, part of it's probably because we're so close to an Air Force base, he's very noise <laughs> tolerant. But we had one of the worst thunderstorms oh we've gosh. ever had yesterday that was like, Several times it's like that uh, the shotgun, gunshot type thunder. Like a microburst. I yeah, think. I mean, it was nasty. And he, he would maybe turn over and stir a little bit, but yeah. never even woke up. Uh, you know, when I was his age, I'd be huddled in my, my mom's bed, you know, screaming and crying <laughs> in a storm like that. And he slept right through it. Yeah. Um, so I think the white noise is really good to kind of mask house noises and get them used to, you know, sleeping through. Um, I, I, to me, it was just definitely a pivotal moment when yeah. we realized how important that was yeah i agree oh, okay well tiffany hopefully those gave you some suggestions and of course you know i promise if you write me back i will respond faster <laughs> on the email oh that's a scary promise. i know <laughs> don't don't say that i will i will um, ne- and next time, two months from now, we're going to have the same discussion. You're going to go, oh, no. <laughs> well, I have a lot of backed up email. but I did it again. No, I'll, I'll just rep- respond directly to her. We won't even there you go. bypass the show. Uh, all right. Well, I think that does it for a show. We've been, we've been talking for a while now. Yeah. Um, oh, have we? Yeah. Holy moly, it's Thursday now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Wow. I um, miss work. I'm probably fired. <laughs> just want to say, Thank you to the sponsors of the show, of course, choremonster.com, as well as Doghouse Systems, where you can use the code NERD and get an <laughs> upgrade of 120 gig solid state drive. And of course, they have a back to school special going on right now for laptops where you get a whole bunch of free stuff. Hey, how, how awesome is it with our gaming PCs? We both have doghouse systems. Mm-hmm. How awesome is it with that solid state drive and how fast they boot up? It's, you know, with a toddler that keeps. That is like going game, 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 game. I just I can't even imagine my life without a solid state drive. Yeah, just waiting for the hard drive to boot up and you're like, all right, sorry, but I know you don't understand load times, but you're, you're going to have to learn it. But yeah, if you have a kid, solid state drives are great. <laughs> yeah, it's very responsive. Um, and of course, Alpha Geek Radio for letting us broadcast live um, every week. Yay. Yay, Alpha Geek. Head on over to alphageekradio.com and check out all the different shows. Um, and then, of course, we have the forum at my extra life so forum.myextralife.com uh, there's a whole nerd parent section uh, where we have a chance to talk and meet one another uh yeah and matthew thank you so much for coming on the show no problem is I'm, there would you like to i am happy to come and visit you from www.majorspoilers.com home of the major spoilers podcast and the podcast posting network page wonderful tons and tons of shows and, you know, uh, we're, we're recording on Tuesday nights, so I'm going to go from here. I'm going to go watch a movie, and then oh, I'm going to cool. do a Zach on film. Oh, what are you watching? Like, oh, I love. Uh, this week is Bullet, Steve McQueen, 68. Oh, Love, wow. 
I actually, old school. you need to listen because I have a bullet story from when I used to work in television. Oh, cool! I have to cool give story. it a give it a listen because, of course, you know Zach is he's a younger guy, so you're probably expanding his knowledge of all these movies, right? I, well, and I'm one of those people who he's 22, I think, or 23. I expand his knowledge by just saying stuff, <laughs> just by talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm like twice his age, and I've, I've, you know, I, well, I have part of a film television degree, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's a thing. You yeah. got to do it, but check yeah, it feel out. free to check out Major Spoilers. We love to have people come hang around. And yeah, stuff. it's a great website, and they produce so many awesome shows. And uh, yeah, Mark, do you want to tell the listeners how they get a hold of you? Sure. You know what? I should also mention that uh, Major Spoilers is my personal favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. Aw, we, li- we listen Absolutely. to it together. Sometimes. Yeah. Usually it's a solitary experience that I enjoy. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he listens to it without you, and then you listen to it together, and he pretends he didn't he, listen. That's probably. right. I, I re-laugh at all of Matthew's jokes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so for me, thewoodwhisperer.com is where you can find uh, all the stuff that I do. And we actually do have a... a toddler-friendly, child-friendly toy that we just built. That's uh, the latest video that we did called the Grasshopper Pool Toy. I and, saw uh, that. That oh. was cool. Yeah, a lot of fun. There's definitely some woodworking involved. It's not just all off-the-shelf parts, but um, you could probably cobble something together even with stuff just uh, from Home Depot. Uh, but very easy to make these little wooden toys, all natural. Uh, you don't have to put any kind of scary finish on it, and you know exactly what's in it because you built it for your kids. Yeah. So um, if you're Mateo interested in paint. that, check it out. Yeah, Mateo painted it, and he just... Had a blast. It was oh, so that was fun. so fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, you can follow me at Nicole Spag. You can follow Matthew at Mighty King Cobra. And Mark right. is at Wood Whisper. And you can use the email nerdparents at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. You want to send in a, maybe a game recommendation or a toddler translation, really anything. Uh, and that's all at nerdparents.com. So for me, for Matthew, for Mark, thanks for hanging out with us. Take it easy. Bye. See y'all. See y'all. My buzzer went off. I have to pee now. Okay. (laughs) Bye now. (laughs) Your potty watch. My potty watch went off. Gotta go. Any questions? Questions. What show is this again? Um, uh, Something um, about uh, dork uncles. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet.